0: Yo, today's QOD is failure and rejection are the stepping stones on your way to success. Here we go. back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton at SeanCroxton.com. We got a brand new speaker on the show today. His name is Richard Fenton, and he is a sales expert. But you don't have to be in sales, though we kind of all are, in order to get something out of this talk. Because he's going to talk about how he got beyond his fears of rejection, his fear of somebody saying no to him. I love how he says, He was two letters from greatness, right? You're two letters from greatness, and those two letters are N and O. Like Carla Harris talked about yesterday, you want to fail fast. You want to fail forward. You want to fail your way to success. For many of us, we're going to have to go through a whole lot of no's in order to get to the yeses. And he's also going to talk about, in the end of this talk, a model of success that people rarely ever talk about or think about, but when you follow it, it'll take you to a more prosperous life. Richard Fenton is coming up.
1: My first job in the world of sales was working for my father in the automotive fleet industry. That's the sale of corporate vehicles, right? rent cars leasing cars. And I'd been working for my dad for a couple of years, and one day he calls me into the office, and he says, Richard, he says, I've got some great news. I said, what's that? He said, it's time to join the big boys. I said, what does that mean? He said, it means you're going into sales. He said, effective today, he said, you are the Midwestern regional fleet sales manager for Long Chevrolet here in Chicago. We have an office set up for you downstairs. Your name is on the door. Your phone is hooked up. Your business cards are printed. And he said, and sitting on the middle of the desk is a phone book for you to look for prospects to cold-call on. And then he gave me the four-word sales training program. He said, go get them, tiger. (laughs) Well, I went down to this office with no sales training at all, having no idea what I was doing, and I sat in that office for a month. I'm talking a full 30 days. And you want to take a guess as to how many calls I made? Zero. I never dialed the phone. And you know why? It was really simple. You see, I could tell that just by looking at the prospect's names in the phone book, I could tell that just by looking at their names printed on the paper in the phone book, that it was the wrong psychological moment to interrupt them. (laughs) I had a fear of failure. I had a fear of rejection. I certainly didn't think my message, hey! You know, I'm from from a car dealer. I've got some cars to sell you. I didn't think my message was as important whatever else it was that these people had going on. Well, I realized I was going to have to do something. So I went back to my dad. And I want you to imagine how difficult this was. Here is a 20-something son going to his sales legend father and having to say, I can't sell. Now, interestingly, my dad took it pretty well. He said, Richard, he said, I really didn't give you any sales training. He says, come on in here. He said, let's make some calls together. Well, let's make some calls together really meant that he was going to make some calls, and I was going to sit on the other side of the desk, and I was going to listen in. Hang on one second, folks. So I want you to imagine. Here I am sitting on the side of the desk. My dad's on the other side. My dad grabs his phone book, He flips through the phone book, he finds the rent-a-car page, he runs his finger down the page, he goes, here we go, ABC rent-a-car. He goes, I've never called on these people before, let's give them a call. My dad dials the phone, yes, purchasing please, sure, I'll hold. He gets the purchasing agent on the phone, and within three minutes, he has a sale for 20 cars. And I have to tell you, that was the moment that I decided to quit the car business. I knew I couldn't do what he had done. At least I didn't think I could. You see, my father was the quintessential sales natural. He was the person who could start a conversation with anyone, anywhere, anytime about anything. He didn't have to think about it. He didn't need steps. He didn't need a process. He just did it. In that regard, I am not my father's son. I needed the steps. I needed the training. I needed somebody to show me what came first, what came second, right? Well when I say that was the moment I decided to quit the car business, I'm not saying it as a laugh line. I'm saying it because that was, I thought at the time, my only way out. I quit my job. I moved from Chicago all the way to Los Angeles to get as far away from the car business as I possibly could, and when I got to LA, interestingly, the first job I took was in sales. But this time, you see, I thought I'd solved the problem, because this time I took a job in the world of retail sales. You see, I thought in the world of retail, I wouldn't have the same problems. I thought in the world of retail, people would be driving up, parking their car, walking in, and I would just take care of them and all my problems would go away. There would be no conversations with strangers. Well, you know what? Two months later, I find myself in the same situation. I am failing again. And then the miracle happened. The miracle was that I met a man named Harold I'd been working in this new job. My sales were so abysmal, abysmal, I was pretty sure they were going to fire me. And then I heard this district manager was coming in, and I thought, maybe if I could impress Harold on the store visit, maybe they would give me some more time to improve my sales. Well, Harold came in, we had donuts and coffee. The store opened up at 10 o'clock, because I was the first one in that morning. I got the first up. I got to take care of the first customer. In walks this very well-dressed gentleman who says, I need to buy an entire wardrobe of clothing. And I thought, you know what? This is it. This is my magical moment. This is the moment where I am going to show Harold what a great salesperson I can be. And for the next half hour, I took care of this gentleman. He bought a suit, sport coat, shirts, tie, shoes, socks, belt, pocket square, collar pin, underwear. I mean, he bought an entire wardrobe of clothing. The sale came to $1,100. I thought I was really cool. I thought I'd knocked it out of the park. I send the customer on his way, I come back in, and I am waiting for Harold to fall all over me and tell me how fabulous I am. And instead, he asked me a question that would change the course of my life. He said, Richard, out of curiosity, He said, what did that last customer say no to? And I said, what are you talking about? Were you not watching the sale I just had? That man just bought $1,100 worth of clothing. He bought a suit. He bought sport coat. I started running through the list of everything he'd purchased. Harold said, whoa, stop. He said, I'm not asking you what he said yes to. He said, yes is always the easy part of any sale. You just take the sales check, you look at everything that's listed there, those are the yeses. He said, that has been established. He said, the question I am asking you right now is what did that customer say no to? And when I stopped and I reviewed the sale in my mind from beginning to end, I realized that that customer hadn't said no to anything. Every single thing I laid in front of that man, he purchased. I said, Harold, he didn't say no to anything. And then Harold asked me the other really great question. He said, then how did you know he was done? Well, let me tell you how I knew he was done. I was a young guy. I wasn't making a lot of money. I didn't have a fat wallet at the time. You came into my store, and you got to my mental spending limit? You were done. (laughs) If you you spent $1,000, which is about the most I'd ever spent on clothing at that time in my life, you were done. I wrapped up the sale. I sent you on your way. Harold said, you know, Richard, he said, I watched you sell, kid, and he said, you know what? He said, you're not half bad. And then he said, but your fear of the word no is going to kill you. He said, but you know what? I've got a feeling that if you can just get over that. He said, I think you're going to become one of the great ones. It was amazing, because I went to work that morning afraid they were going to fire me. And I went home that night Two letters from greatness, N-O, no. I thought, I could do that. I could go back into the store the next day and I could show more products. I could offer more services. I could take more chances. I could upsell a little bit. And I made the decision that I was going to fail my way to success. Did it work? Yes, thank you, please. (laughs) Now the question is, did it work? Well, I'm not going to tell you that I became an award-winning salesperson overnight because that took a whole year. (laughs) But all because one person took the time to explain to me that the model of failure and success that I was operating with was the wrong model. Harold said everybody's got two different models. He says they have a model where they think of themselves. Let me get our slide here here we go, a model where they think of themselves as having themselves in the middle, and they've got failure on one side, they've got success on the other side, right, and they think that their job is to avoid failure while simultaneously trying to move towards success. Harold said that's the model that is guaranteed to lead you to a mediocre lifestyle, He said, the model you want to be operating with is the one where you're over here, and failure, rejection, having people say no to you is here, and the success that you want so bad, he said, that's on the far side. He goes, you shouldn't wake up every morning trying to say, how do I avoid failure and rejection? He said, you should be waking up every morning saying, how do I get a lot of failure and rejection in my life? Understanding that the failure and the rejection ultimately become the stepping stones on your way to that success.
0: That was Richard Fenton wrapping up the week. His website is goforno.com. You can watch today's entire talk on the YouTube, it's called go for no trains at the Orlando international training event. All right, my friend, that is it for me. Have a fabulous weekend. I'll see you on Monday. Follow me on Instagram at Sean Croxton. I'm out. Peace.